Hey there, this is Brian. I'm the host of the Engaging Missions show. If you've found this show for the first time, I did want to take a second to let you know that this show is not currently in production. You're certainly welcome to check out all of the archives, but we don't have new episodes coming out at the moment. However, I did want to take a second to highlight one of the sponsors that sponsored the show a while ago. They're not currently sponsoring the show, but if you're looking for a place to invest in the kingdom, I'd recommend checking out Mega Voice Audio Bibles. You can find them at megavoice.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes, and I would encourage you to just check that out and see if maybe that's a fit for your giving. There's no compensation here or anything like that. I just wanted to highlight them. And with that, I'll get you back into the regular program. Are you missing opportunities to connect and learn? If you don't have a plan when you're at an event or out and about, you could be missing those opportunities. This week, we're going to talk about seven ways to get the most from special events. This is the Engaging Missions Show, episode 218. Welcome to the Engaging Missions Show, where we are bringing missions home. Here's your host, Brian Ensminger. Thanks so much for stopping by and welcome to the show. We want to see the body of Christ fully engaged in God's mission on the earth. This week, we're going to be talking about some things that we can learn from a recent podcasting event that I attended, and I'm also going to have for you an audiobook recommendation brought to you by missionalaudio.com. But before we get to that, I want to say welcome to Dr. Tariq, and I, I hope that I'm getting that name right. Uh, Dr. Tariq recently subscribed to the Engaging Missions email newsletter. If you'd like to do that, you can also do it by visiting engagingmissions.com slash newsletter. I like to try and send things that are encouraging and challenging in that newsletter, things that might also help us connect more deeply and build a stronger relationship. So I'd like to, I'd love to, love it if you haven't already, if you'd visit engagingmissions.com slash newsletter and subscribe to that. And I also want to mention that I am drawing to the end of a fundraiser for Global Initiative. This is a ministry of the Assemblies of God World Missions. It's not benefiting engaging missions. It's some, something else. And I'm raising funds because I believe that what they're doing is valuable. If you'd like to know more about what they're doing, visit engagingmissions.com slash fund16. And as you start learning about what they're doing, pray about it and ask God if he would have you be involved in that fundraiser. So uh, a few weeks ago, as I'm recording this, I attended a podcasting event. And if you're connected with me on Facebook, you would know that I, I did this. It was a, a particular podcasting event that I was interested in attending. But before we get to that particular event, let's just talk about being out and about or attending an event that you're interested in. First off, why would you want to do that? There are a number of reasons that you might be interested in doing that. They could range from connecting with people or raising support or identifying partners or just having opportunities to share what God's done in your life. Any of those are perfectly good reasons, and they might be the reasons that God's given you, or there might be some other reasons. But it's really easy sometimes to think that, well, if I'm just out or if I'm just at an event or I'm just doing something that alone will be enough. And I don't want to discount the value of simply being obedient, but I would also suggest that there is value in being strategic. Today, I'm going to share with you a little bit about this podcasting event. And even though this is specific to podcasting, I want to mention that, you know, a lot of times there are opportunities for us to learn from dissimilar things. 
in the business world, a lot of times it's common to look for opportunities to find out what other industries are doing and see if there are portions of that that can be applied to what we do. Things like the assembly line can be taken from one industry to another. And by the same token, we can continue to learn from the wisdom of others, even if the specifics of those experiences don't necessarily line up to ours. And I would like to point to the Proverbs because Proverbs 21.11 comments that if we punish the mocker, the simple-minded become wise. If we instruct the wise, they will become all the wiser. And I suspect that you are the wise. And so I would like to offer to you some of the things that I've learned so that you can become all the wiser. You can learn from the things that I got right as well as the things that I got wrong. And there's, there's actually an anonymous quote that relates to that. It says that intelligence is the ability to learn from your mistakes. Wisdom is the ability to learn from the mistakes of others. Now, in case you haven't guessed, this is a little bit different than the typical Engaging Missions show. Normally, I would have a guest here and we would be talking about their experiences. And I would like to know from you, as, as we're going through this, do you like this format? Do you like hearing from just me? This particular show is going to be just me. And I would love to hear from you about whether or not this is connecting with you, whether you find the content valuable, and whether you'd like to see more of this kind of thing happen. Now, of course, I'm going to pray about this and continue to seek God's direction with the show and with what I would do, but I'd like to hear from you because I also believe that there is wisdom in the abundance of counselors. Now, as far as the things that I picked up from this podcasting event, I've divided them into three basic areas, and I'll outline them for you here, and then we'll go a little bit deeper into each of these. The first general area would be before the event. We're going to Look at knowing why we're planning to go, having a plan, figuring out what we're going to need. Then we're going to talk about what could happen during the event or during the time when you're out and about, because this isn't just about an event. We're going to talk about working a plan. We're going to talk about being memorable and engaging. We're going to talk about looking for new ideas, experiences, and opportunities, and also finding ways to remember stuff. And then we're going to shift our focus and talk about after the event. And that's going to involve things like a debrief, building a plan, and then working that plan. So before the event, let's start with knowing why you're planning to go. Now, in my life, I've been to more than one event. I've been to more, you know, several things that are work-related, some things that are ministry or church-related. This was my first podcasting event. And one of the things that I don't always do well is figure out what I want to get out of it, why I'm going, what it is that I'm looking for. Is it relationships or resources or training. And in the past, this has been a bit of a stumbling block for me because when I go, I don't necessarily know what to expect or know what I'm looking for. And so I don't necessarily know how to move toward the next step. In this particular instance, I knew that I had some very specific goals. I knew that there were a number of things that could happen that were outside those goals, but I knew that I had some goals. First, I knew that there were a couple of podcasters there that I'm connected with that I'd never met in person, and I wanted to meet them. I was looking forward to that opportunity. Second, I thought that perhaps I would learn some material that might be valuable to me as I continue to try to grow and invest in this show and to keep it going. And then finally, because it was a local event, I was really hoping that I might meet some local podcasters. So I had three basic goals there. Two of them were about connections and relationship, and one of them was about the material and learning and growing. After I had that, then I started to think through, now, what would be a rough plan? And that's the next part of this, is developing a plan. Do a little bit of research on who you might want to meet. Now, I knew that there were two podcasters that were going to be there. 
I was hoping that this particular event would have shared some more information about the other people that might also be there. They didn't do that, but I knew that there were going to be some local podcasters there. There had to be because Nashville has a lot of podcasters, a lot of entrepreneurs. And if there's an event in the Nashville area, then I would hope that there would be more people there. The same thing might happen with you if you go to a missions event or to a conference or to the grocery store. There are going to be some people there. You might consider using something like an impact filter, and this is something that's available from Strategic Coach. This helps you identify what things that you want to see happen and then what actions might help you accomplish your goals. In my case, I did something a little bit more informal. I just thought, you know, these are the kinds of things that I want to see happen. These are the kinds of things that I'm going to need to do. So I developed a plan. I thought to myself, when I meet people, I'll introduce myself. We'll talk about their show. And if they ask me about mine, I'll share it. I'll sit there and I'll take notes and I'll do some of the other things that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. So I had some of those in my plan. And then I thought, you know, when I'm done, I'm going to then debrief. And that's going to be the third major step. When you have your plan, then think about what are the things that you need. Make sure that you're going to take the things with you that you might need. In my case, I took extra batteries for my phone because I, my phone battery, my, my phone's a bit old. And my phone battery is not lasting as long as it used to. And so it doesn't always last as long as I would like. And I thought there's the chance that I might need an extra battery. I took a couple of things I didn't need. I took an extra microphone just in case I needed to record something. Turns out I didn't need to do that. I took a way to a couple of different ways to take notes just in case I might need those. But I also did forget something. And <laughs> this might happen to you too. In my case, and this is a little bit embarrassing to admit, I forgot my business cards. They were sitting at home. I have business cards that advertise the show and give people a way to connect. And every time I connected with somebody there, I didn't have those to give them. So take the time to think through what are the things that you need. Consider making a list and unlike me, actually pack all the things that you need into your bag or whatever you're taking so that you have those there. So those are the three things that we're going to look at before the event. We're going to know why we're planning to go, build a plan, and then figure out the things that we need. Next up, during the event or when you're out and about. Step one, work your plan. You've, you've got a plan. You've got some ideas. So make sure that you take the time for the things that you consider the most important. In my case, I wanted to meet some people and make, make some connections. And I also wanted to learn the material. As it turns out, this particular conference was pretty well built toward those kinds of things. There was some time to mingle and connect with people. There was also a good bit of instruction. So it was fairly easy for me to spend some time focusing on those things because those were a big part of the conference. But I did have to make sure that I took the time to do that because I could just as easily have sat in a chair with my phone, surfing Facebook or doing whatever things that I might do instead of actually connecting and actually taking notes. The second thing is be memorable and engaging. Now, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about showing up in a, in a banana suit or something ridiculous like that. But just keep in mind that you never know who you're going to meet. So treat everybody that you meet as a possible new friend. Look for ways that you can create connections around common interests and passions, or at least around the idea that you have different passions, but you, that you're pursuing them and you want to honor each other as people. Take the time to talk about the things that you care about and don't be afraid. Now, for me, this could have been a bit challenging. I was in a group of people who were all podcasters or interested in podcasting, but I was to my knowledge, I was the only person there with a podcast focused specifically on elements of faith. And so I wanted to make sure that I took the time to talk about that. Yeah, I don't care that much about football or some of the other common connection points. So I just had to talk about my show and what it was about. I wasn't 
in anybody's face about trying to share the gospel with them. I was trying to just create relationships and connections and see where those went. Sometimes you'll find that people are actually more interested in why you're interested in something than the actual thing that they are. And and that's okay as well. People like to, to be around people who are like them. So find those common connection points, if you can find them at all, and then share your passion. Be honest, be open. Ask other people what they care about and take the time to talk about their interests. You might actually be the most interesting person they meet simply because you're interested in them. I had, you know, as I was sharing my story, there were definitely some times where I was interested in the stories uh, and the shows of the people that I was connecting with. Sometimes their shows weren't quite as engaging to me because I didn't actually care that much about the topic. But what I did care about was their passion for the thing that they were doing and them as a person. So I spent my time listening to the opportunity. And what happened was I, I found a couple of people who are actually now potential listeners of this show, and even a couple of people who are potential guests of this show. Not things that I expected to have happen, but, you know, I took the time, I met some people, and, you know, this has even happened recently in a in a housewarming. I was spending some time just talking to some people, had no idea that there was going to be a mutual connection around issues of faith. But as I was talking to someone, she talk, shared with me about some of the things her father was doing, now I'm hoping to be able to get him on the show, and I'm really encouraged to hear what she was doing. So this isn't just about special events either. Number three, look for unexpected ideas, experiences, and opportunities. This is this is about being in the moment. And if you're not in the moment, you could very easily miss some really great opportunities. When I was there, I was looking for some ideas. I, I looked for some ideas, but I also had the awareness that I had some preconceived ideas. So Based on my experience, there were some things that if I didn't choose to pay attention to ideas that were a little bit difficult or different and temporarily set aside the idea that I might disagree with them, then I wouldn't have been open to them. And, you know, it's not that I had to accept everything as the truth. That's certainly not the case. But what I did have to do is go, okay, I'm going to open myself up to this for this period of time to this set of inputs. I'm going to take them down. I'm going to spend some time learning this material or absorbing this material as best I can. And then when I'm done, I'm going to take the time as we get to the last part to go, okay, now of this new new stuff that I've brought in, what do I want to accept? What do I want to consider? What do I want to experiment with? I also needed to be open to new experiences. And if you're a missionary in cross-cultural ministry, of course you know that this is going to happen. There are many things that you've probably experienced that will never be part of my experience. And that's okay. You already know that you have to be open to new experiences. But the same thing can happen if you're visiting a church. And I mean, you, you would definitely know this. You go into a church and you don't always know exactly what to expect. You go to a conference, you don't always know exactly what to expect. For me, in in this particular experience with the podcast boot camp, I actually had to be open to the experience of getting on the stage with a group of people and participating in some improvisation. We were a make-believe podcast growth panel, and so somebody would throw out an idea, and it was our job to come up with some ideas of things that they could do with that particular idea and then to continue building and growing on those now, I've been on the stage before, and generally it doesn't freak me out, but it was really weird. I was on stage in front of maybe 30 people along with several other people, and it actually kind of weirded me out. But if I hadn't been open to that experience, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to go, there's something about this that makes me uncomfortable. I've got an opportunity here to grow, and it also opened me up to some new ideas as a result of that experience. I also had to be in, open to 
additional opportunities. And if you've been involved in cross-cultural ministry of any kind, whether in ministry or even in business leadership, you're probably aware that things don't always go exactly as planned. Sometimes just being able to have a good attitude about what is happening can make you stand out in a good way. And every time something unexpected happens, you have the opportunity to ask yourself, what does this unexpected turn offer as a new opportunity? While I was there, this happened to me. It actually happened to all of us as a result of, well, <laughs> as a result of the rather shady history of the place that we were in. And I'll share a little bit about that. We had some challenges with lunch. So we were meeting at a comedy club in downtown Nashville, and this particular building that this club was in used to be an automobile factory for, for years and years, and then it was empty for a while, and it became basically a crack house. It was, it, was, it was a crack house that's now been remade into a really cool venue, a really cool set of stores, but as a result of the history of this place, the pizza that they were hoping to have delivered the the company that was going to deliver that just doesn't go to this area for because of that history. So <laughs> it, it was kind of funny because they, they didn't even know that this was going to happen until they called to order the pizza and found out it couldn't happen. So they were scrambling and, you know, everything kind of got messed up. But this created some opportunities for me that I didn't expect. First off, because of this, I had the opportunity during lunch when everything was delayed and there was nothing to eat to, to just step out and give my wife a call. She was kind of carrying a heavy load that day with the kids at home and with me out of the house on a Saturday when I'm usually there to help take a little bit of that load and kind of spread that around, I got a chance to call her and check in, and it was really nice to talk to her. It also gave me time to connect with a lady who does a podcast about happiness and about another per- and with another person who co-hosts a show about classic cars. Now, neither of these topics are particularly interesting to me in their own right. A lot of people care about these things, and that's great, but what was nice was being able to connect with them over this time when we would have been eating and I probably wouldn't have talked to anybody and just hear their story. And also, while I was talking to them, I met a couple of other people who were actually interested in what I was doing and who were thinking of launching shows. And I was able to just connect and share a little bit with them. I really enjoyed that. And it also gave me a story to talk to you about because if this hadn't happened, I would never have known the history of that building and been able to share with you this particular experience. Finally, While you're at the event, and this goes back to your preparation, always have ways to remember stuff. In my case, I wanted to make sure that I was taking notes about the content and the topics. I wanted to make sure that I took notes about the people that I was meeting, and then I wanted to gather business cards. I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Now, I took more notes than I maybe could have. I also took maybe less than I could have, but I tried to take the appropriate amount to go, okay, This is a person I want to connect with again. This is a person who might be a great guest for this show. This is somebody I want to reach out to, to make sure that I remembered to do that because I wanted to do that. I wanted to honor these relationships that God was was putting in my life. If for no other time than these few hours that I was with them, I wanted to honor that. And I wanted to learn the material because I really want to continue to grow and build on this show. I want to make it better. Finally, after the event, and there are only... There are only three big areas we're going to focus on here. First off, make sure that you take the time to debrief. Take the time to go through the notes that you've taken and capture anything specific you want to take away. And I'm not talking about just, you know, going through and putting a star by stuff. Start a separate page and go, okay, this is something that I want to try. This is something I want to do. This is something that I want to incorporate. This could be 
people and relationships. They could be concepts or ideas or actions. They might be adjustments or refinements, things to start doing or things to stop doing. There's no way you'll ever get to everything. So make sure that you choose what's most important. And it's okay to pray about this. See God's direction in this. There are some things that I'm taking away from this that I hope to incorporate into this show as I consider how can I make what they shared fit who I am and what this show is about. But just remember, if you don't create the space, it's never going to happen by itself. Just like weeds like to grow in a garden, so our lives like to fill themselves with things that aren't necessarily the most important or the most valuable. It's up to us to look at what God has put in our life and go, okay, in partnership with the Holy Spirit and in partnership with your leading, this is where I'm going to focus my effort. Lord, give us the time and the perspective to be able to do that. When you've taken the time to debrief, then start building a plan. Take the 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 few things, maybe one or two things that you want to focus on first and build a plan. For me, I wanted to follow up with a couple of people. So I wanted to do that within, well, I really wanted to do it within about five hours of the end. It ended up being about 48 hours, but I got it done. I followed up with a few people. I also had some new ideas that I wanted to implement or consider planning. And I'm planning to do that probably December of this year as I think about, okay, Let's take some time and focus on what I want to have happen in 2018. It's not about me, but it is about being responsible, being a steward with what God's given me. And then choose one thing to do first. The first thing that I did was follow up with those key people. A couple of them were potential guests, a couple of possible new listeners, a couple of people I just wanted to say, it was great to meet you. I really enjoyed our time together. When you have that plan, work it. Do the first thing first, then move on to the second thing and so on. And then always go back to that plan and go, okay, is the next thing relevant? What's the next thing I should be doing? And keep building. These are seven tips that I took away from my experience and I think it could be valuable for you. Before the event, just know why you're planning to go. Have a plan. Figure out what you need. During the event, work your plan. Be memorable and engaging. Look for new ideas, experiences, opportunities. Find ways to remember stuff. And then after the event, take the time to debrief to build a plan, and to work the plan. Just being out and attending isn't necessarily enough. Be prepared to connect deeply, share, and to learn. Now, my question for you, because this is, I'm, I'm hoping, really valuable for you or something that speaks to you, is what are you going to do differently the next time you're out and about or the next time you're headed to an event? Leave a comment or tweet me at Engaging Mission with your response. I would love to hear from you to hear if there's something that I've missed. Share that with me. If you've got an experience that you you, ne- you knocked it out of the park, share that with me. If you've got an experience where you kind of missed it, share that because we can learn from each other and we can become better at this. So what are you going to do differently when you're out and about or headed to your new event? Take a, t- take a minute to leave a comment or tweet at Engaging Mission to let me know. This week's audiobook recommendation is the book Radical, Taking Back Your Life and Faith from the American Dream. This is by author David Platt, and it's actually been recommended by a couple of guests of the Engaging Missions show. You can find it linked up at missionalaudio.com. This book shares that it's really easy for American Christians to forget how Jesus said his followers would actually live, what their new lifestyle would actually be like. They would, as he said, leave behind security, money, and convenience, and even family for him. They would abandon everything for the gospel. If you're looking for something to challenge you in your faith, to you know, challenge you to look at your life and whether or not what you're doing and how you're living 
lines up with the gospel, this might be worth your time. And it's available as an audiobook, so you can listen to it while you're on your way to work. You can listen to it while you're working out or doing the dishes. You can take this in and allow God to integrate it into your life. That's the book Radical, linked up at missionalaudio.com. Thanks so much for being with me this week. I'd really love to hear from you about your thoughts about how this particular episode went, whether or not you liked having a solo episode with something with just me instead of just a guest, and whether or not you liked the content. You can send your comments to feedback at engagingmissions.com. I would really love to hear from you because I want to make this a valuable resource for you. Show notes are available at engagingmissions.com slash special event. That's where you're going to find ways to connect, to comment, to share, to share your thoughts, as well as just to share this particular episode. And if you did find it valuable, I'd love to ask you to take the time to share it with somebody that you think might benefit from this. I'm not looking for a, a shotgun approach, but if there's somebody in your life who you think might benefit from this, take the time that you share this with them. Come back next week. We're going to be hearing from a guest who spent some time as a as a worship leader in a church plant. We're going to talk about building teams and some of the pieces involved in that. And then also his transition into the marketplace and some of the incredible things that he's doing. I'm really looking forward to discovering more about this particular guest, and I think that you will as well. If you want to make sure that you don't miss that, the best way to do that is to subscribe using your favorite podcast app. You can visit engagingmissions.com slash subscribe. And there you will find a number of different ways that you can subscribe based on the different kind of device you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music Podcasts or any number of other ways you can connect right there. And if you also have a story of how you've been equipped, challenged, or inspired by the Engaging Missions show, I would absolutely love to hear that from you. Send that to feedback at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for listening to the Engaging Missions show. You can find more great content like this along with show notes by visiting engagingmissions.com or by subscribing to the show in iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week.